everyone, this is Kiana, and you are listening to That Broad's Got Moxie. I know that y'all come here to listen to Cassie and I talk about women in history or women making changes in the world, but I personally don't feel it's appropriate for me to talk about that right now without acknowledging the protests and rebellions that have been happening nationwide in response to the death of George Floyd and police brutality everywhere. So instead of covering someone this week, I'm asking you all to take the time and listen to me talk about the protests that have been going on. I understand that there are a lot of opinions and honestly misinformation that's being spread, and I wanted to say my piece and call our listeners to action in support of the Black community at this monumental time. From the bottom of my heart, I believe that the listeners of that Broad Scott Moxie want change in the world. That's why you listen to us talk about all these women who have made changes to society week in and week out, and now it's time for all of us to be that change, to be these people that change the world in any way that we can. I want to be clear that this is addressing non-black POCs and white folks, and it's going to talk about how we can be productive allies to the black community at this time and in the future, starting with not telling black people how to feel or act at this time. We do not get a say in it at all. Whiteness begs to be placed in the center of every conflict for consideration, while other voices are considered second class, and that's the privilege of being white or white passing. White culture is invisible, normative, transparent, raceless, and the undefined definer of others. To think that your comfort means more than the lives of others is what has been unconsciously taught to you, to all of us, and it is our duty to dismantle these thoughts. We need to read, we need to talk, and we need to check ourselves and our friends and our families. It's a good place to start. Need some guidance? There's an essay and a speech titled Decentering Whiteness that is available online by Jeff Hitchcock that's a good place to start and basically just explains what whiteness is and how we can name it and fix it. And for anybody thinking, oh, but how do protesters expect people to follow their message when they're being quote-unquote violent? And I will just remind you that protesters do not have to appeal to you. Protesters do not have to cater to your comfort levels. They do not need our permission to answer to systemic violence that targets them and kills them. As a poet and activist put it on Twitter, a protest that's been given permission is a parade. The government will not outwardly give permission to the people who are unhappy with the way things are run. That's why protests are necessary, and that's why we are allowed to do them. Cars can be replaced, infrastructure can be rebuilt, black lives cannot. And this is not just about George Floyd. It is about how time in and time out the government and the people of this country fail to properly address police brutality. These demonstrations are about demilitarizing the police. It's about holding murderers accountable. It's about saving black lives. Like Martin Luther King Jr. once said, a riot is the language of the unheard. And from the size and the scale of these protests, we can see that black Americans are sick of being silenced and killed. When the system that polices the people have their origins in slave patrolling, we cannot blame them for thinking that the system isn't broken, it's working exactly as intended. And it's wrong. 
If the system is broken, we have to change it. We either need big, and I mean massive, structural reform or outright abolition, and instead use community solutions for transformative justice. If you want to look more into abolishing police and prisons, check out Critical Resistance, and it's an organization that talks about the alternatives to policing and explains the need for change. And it's not as crazy as some people think. If you look at our Twitter, at Moxie, I will also be sharing a link to a Chicago Reader article that has links to other articles guiding people through some resources that talk about the abolition of police and prisons. So, when you see a car burnt or hear that some corporation has been looted and think that's the worst possible thing right now, I want you to remember Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Eric Gardner, Samuel Harrell, Freddie Gray, Samuel Du Bois, Philando Castile, Terrence Crusher, Alton Sterling, Jamar Clark, Jeremy McDole, Sharice Francis, William Chapman II, Christopher Kimball, Kevin Higginbotham, Walter Scott, Eric Harris, Tamir Rice, Akai Gurley, David Felix, Michael Brown, Sean Reed, Keith McLeod, Stephen, sorry, Stephen DeMarco Taylor, Terry Lee Chapman, Adrienne McCree, Ross Anthony, Terrence Franklin, Miles Hall, Sandra Bland, Anthony Ashford, William Green, Samuel David Mallard, Junior Prosper, Botham Sheen Jean, Wayne Wheeler, E.J. Bradford, Michael Dean, Jimmy Johnson, D'Angelo Stalworth, Natasha McKenna, Tyree Crawford, Lorenzo Hayes, Antoine Rose, Stephen Clark, Yasin Muhammad, Troy Robinson, Michael Lee Marshall, Finnan H. Berhe, Curtis Jordan, Darius Traver, Albert Davis, George Mann, Kwame Jones, Betty Jones, Devon Bailey, Leroy Browning, Christopher Whitfield, Anthony Hall, Eric Logan, Jamarian Robinson, Gregory Hill Jr., Jaquavian Salton, Norman Cooper, Ryan Twyman, Jermaine Benjamin, Brandon Weber, Latanya Haggerly, Jimmy Alchkinson, Willie McCoy, E.J. Fitzgerald Bradford Jr., Deetric Griffin, Brian Acton, Jamel Robertson, DeAndre Ballard, Robert Lawrence White, Anthony Lamar Smith, Romarley Graham, Manuel Loggins Jr., Chris Jackson, Spencer McCain, Kendrick Medade, Lamontez Jones, Assams Manley, Wendell Allen, Larry Jackson Jr., Margaret Laverne Mitchell, Jonathan Farrell, Jordan Barker, Kevin Bajoy, Victor White III, Dontre Hamilton, 
Jason Moland, John Crawford III, Ezel Ford, India Kager, Levante Biggs, Michael Sabi, Dante Parker, Rishon Cole, Kajimi Powell, Nwanda LaRoche, Dominic Wise, Jason Champion, Daryl Brown, Laquan McDonald, Aki Gurley, Marcus Clark, Donald Ivey, Frank Shepard III, Romaine Brisbon, Cornelius Brown, Jerame Reed, Charlie Kukane, Tony Robinson, Savaldo Ellswood, Alonzo Smith, Billy Ray Davis, Brandon Glenn, Tiara Thomas, Christian Taylor, Rakia Boyd, Mario Woods, Brian Day, Quintonio Legrier, Gregory Gunn, Yvette Smith, Akil Denkins, Terrence Sterling, Alfred Alongo, Richard Perkins, Eric Harris, Philip White, Nathaniel Pickett, Jordan Edwards, Danny Ray Thomas, Zamil Crawford, DeJuan Gilroy, Patrick Harmon, Jonathan Sky Young Hart, Maurice Granton, Julius Johnson, Jonathan Sanders, Darius Stewart, Michael Dean, Victor La Rosa III, Jimmy Johnson, Amado Diallo, Leslie Sapp, Andre Larone Murphy Sr., Ronald Madison, Felix Kumi, Kendra James, Sean Bell, Keith Childress, Michael Knoll, Frank Smart, Roy Nelson, Brian Overstreet, Freddie Blue, DeAndre Dorsey, Tiano Metin, Calvin Reed, Tahuan Graham, Miguel Espinal, Kevin Matthews, Dominic Hutchinson, Patterson Brown, James Carney III, Richard Gregory Davis, Matthew Ojibad, Lavelle Hall, Tony McDade, Nina Pop, Monica Diamond, Laylene Kubelet Polanco, Malaysia Booker, B. Love Slater, Ashanti Carmen, Bailey Reeves, and so many more. And these are just a few of the names that we know have been victims of police brutality. These are people whose deaths at the hand of law enforcement were witnessed or recorded. Now think about how many people didn't make it to the list because they were alone. Because there was no one there to protect them or vouch for them. There are too many names for me to even list. And it has to end. If you care more about a Toyota Camry that can be replaced or a building that can be rebuilt, then you have your priorities messed up. Now, what can we do? Well, when you are looking into the reporting of the protests, diversify your content and get a full picture. 
One news source is not going to be giving you the exact truth. There are sponsors that they have to please. There are biases that reporters have. I'm not saying the media is bad. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) (laughs) Journalism has been an integral part of liberation. I'm saying don't be a passive consumer. Form your own thoughts. Look at who is writing these pieces. Who is reporting. When you see video clips on the news, find the full clips online. Be thoughtful. Question everything. In this chaos, do not trust one voice. That's how misinformation is spread. If you can, go to the protests. Be a physical presence and follow the lead from organizers running the event. Do not take pictures of people while you are there without their permission. If you do, blur faces and bodies out of protection for those people. Before you go, look at the proper attire to wear to keep you safe. Tear gas, which I will remind everyone is prohibited to use in war, is being used on civilian demonstrators, and it will mess you up. (laughs) Especially in the middle of a pandemic with respiratory failure as one of the, like, main symptoms of the virus. If you go, be safe, and please, please, please be vigilant and keep those around you safe as well. Now, I understand that protesting is not viable for everyone, especially in the middle of a pandemic. If you can, drop off supplies to the protesters. You don't necessarily need to be there during the demonstrations, but you can drop off packages of water bottles, face masks, both disposable and homemade, hand sanitizer, saline solution to help those who have been tear gassed or pepper sprayed, snacks, literally anything. At the Atlanta demonstrations, people were literally duct taping bottles of hand sanitizer to light posts so that people can use it. Additionally, there are community-run cleanup crews operating in the cities in mornings after protests. Be a part of that if you can. Also, morning after protests, go to jails. Be there with food, water, painkillers, whatever for the people that are being released. In the future, when arrested protesters start going to court proceedings, be there. Be their support. Let the judge see, let the people see that they are supported. If a physical presence is out of the question completely, which is understandable, donate. We will be sharing links to each city's bailout funds on our Twitter and Instagram. Most of these funds are prioritizing the most vulnerable people and getting them out of jails and prisons, which include trans people being put into the wrong gendered cells and prisons, and people who are high risk because of COVID-19. If you don't feel comfortable donating through GoFundMes, which is what a lot of these organizations are going through, look up well-established community organizations that have been doing this type of work forever. If you are not at a place right now where you can donate, sign petitions, call governmental agencies. Why? For a whole number of reasons. Call and ask what is being done about officers that are illegally covering badge numbers so that, that, so that people can't file complaints against them. This is happening in Seattle, New York, and other places demonstrations are happening as well. Call and ask what action is being taken against officers running their cars into protesters in the streets of New York. 
file a formal complaint about the Seattle police officer, Jared Campbell, badge number 8470, who maced a nine-year-old in the face during the protests and had his badge number covered. There are hundreds, if not thousands of petitions that you can sign, and it takes almost no time and no money. We will also be posting some of these resources to our social media accounts as well. We also need to be vocal and push back against Antifa being designated as a terrorist organization because it is literally not an organization. There is no structure. It's not like, say, the KKK, which has never been designated as a terrorist group, but does have a structure. There are no members to Antifa. By designating it as a terrorist group with no actual group being there, the government can charge literally anyone with terrorism. Anyone that does not support the government will be called a terrorist. If you need to see a precedent as to what this looks like when we designate a terrorist organization that's not an organization, look up the J-20 trials. Look at their testimonies. Even without that being an issue, we should be deeply, deeply troubled that our government thinks anti-fascists, a, a group against neo-Nazis, neo-fascism, white supremacists, and racism are terrorists. There is always something that you can do. This is just a few that I named, but I cannot stress this enough. Even if the demonstrations end, it is not over. Even if we get a Democrat into office, it is not over. The Ferguson protests happened with a Democrat sitting as president. This issue is systemic and will take time and conscious effort to fix from all of us. Again, read, converse, check yourself and your friends and family. No one is born woke. We all have to learn and practice changes that will make a, for a better future. Stop thinking that your growing is done. No one is ever done acknowledging their implicit biases, even coming from a marginalized community. If you feel guilty, if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel called out right now because you haven't been doing that much, good. Channel that energy and make changes. Be productive. We all have to do it together. It is our duty as people for the sake of black lives. I'm going to wrap this up with a quote from Angela Davis. It's very short. Quote, In a racist society, it is not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. End quote. Now go do something. Because I referenced a lot of materials, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at That Broad's Got Moxie and on Twitter at Broad Scott Moxie to get access to some of these resources that I'm talking about. If you have no social medias but you want to help, you can email us at thatbroadscottmoxie at gmail.com and we will send stuff to you. We got to do something. 